A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Heko nae purangi te nei na te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Te Waipounamu, the South Island, about two hours' drive from Christchurch, is Timaru, a port town that grew up around Caroline Bay. It spawned a few famous people like painter Colin McCann, Jordan Luck, lead singer of the dance exponents, and Māori performance artist Mika X. When I'm at home in Timaru, I perform at the Caroline Bay Tea Rooms. Now, while you might be familiar with those famous names I just dropped, well, let's talk about the name of the town. Because while we may know Timaru, that's T-I-M-A-R-U, there's a couple more names in the mix. Philip Howe from South Canterbury Museum explains. Timaru, referring to Tikoka, the cabbage tree, Temaru, T-E-M-A-R-U, which is thought to mean the place of shelter. Or more poetically, Tetihi o Maru, which is, translates as the peak of Maru. So, three names, but one stuck. Why? Well, we don't know. But Justin Tipa, chair of Terunanga o Moiraki, says all three names have to do with the ancestor Maru. There's a number of Tipuna named Maru, but the Maru in terms of Te Maru and Oamaru, um, that name is derived from, from an Atua, a deity of the sea. So place names are not so cut and dry, and honestly, you'll probably just stick with the name that you know. Uh, anyway, let's get into the story of Timaru. This is Know My Town, a podcast series about Aotearoa place names. Ko Justine Murray, aho. If you live in the town, then maybe you call yourself a Timaruvian. In the research for this episode, I even came across a couple of songs about... Well, leaving Timaru. And another song that's a bit more lovey dovey. But I feel like I know you. Oh, 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 Timaru. And since this podcast is released in the month of May, well, that's a good promo for New Zealand Music Month. But let's get back to the Kaupapa. The name, Timaru. As we heard from Philip Howe, there's three versions. The one we all know is Timaru, but local iwi, according to Justin Tipper, recognised the name with a slight difference. The conversations I've had with various kaumātua over the years, um, from Katu Huirapa, Temuka, their understanding was the, the old name was Temaru rather than Timaru. So there's a, a slight, slight corruption there. What's less clear... Is, is the true meaning of these names and the origins. So it's, it's, it's a little bit obscure, but we are absolutely sure in, in who Maru is. But in terms of the actual name, it's, it's a little less clear. Another name you might hear in TV weather reports is that Timaru is from the longer name Tetsihi or Maru. If we break down the word, Tetsihi is the summit or the peak. So, as an example, Tetsihi or Maunga Kikia is the summit of One Tree Hill. So, you might assume, just like I did, that Maru is a mountain, but that's not the case. I'm not entirely sure where that name came from. Um, you know, look, I see it being used by media 
it's not a name and it's not a term that I've come across um, in my reading of our old manuscripts and my discussions with the Kaumatua and the Rangatira of Arofenua Marai of Temuka where Kati Huirapa base. So it, it, it's it's quite obscure where that name came from. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just that I'm I'm yet to un- uncover the source of that name and have that endorsed by um, local knowledge holders. There's been a lot of research over the years. We're also very fortunate in the sense our old people were prolific writers, and and the amount of manuscripts that were written um, by our old people from all of our our pa from all of our villages has been able to inform the the rebuilding of our kaitahureo, of our of our mita of our dialect. And there's a real solid knowledge base there. So we're very fortunate that our old people uh, recorded and wrote down a lot of the names and the histories associated with our, with our different landscapes. I think what Justin is saying is that while he hasn't come across the research of the name Tetsihi or Maru, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist somewhere. Remember, some of these stories go back hundreds of years. And while Maru means a sheltered place, in Te Ao Māori, it's more than that. When you look at where Maru's placed on the landscape, um, particularly in South Canterbury, North Otago, um, both north and south of the Waitaki River, then up the valley, um, the Maru that is uh, referred to, we understand and believe to be uh, associated with water. Um, and so it, it was an atua that is associated with Tangaroa, that descends from Tangaroa. But the, the name is both within the, the ocean um, or, or the seaboard, but also up the valley in, in fresh water. So we've got um, Oamaru or Te Oha Maru, Te Maru, Te Tihi Maru, uh, we've got Te Puna Maru. There's, there's lots of places around that, that reference Maru on that landscape. I've heard people say that the TI of Te Maru stands for Te Koka. That's T-I-K-O-U-K-A, or the cabbage tree, and Maru is shelter, so the sheltered cabbage tree. But Justin disputes this. Um, Maru has usually been spelt with with a capital M as well, so that would um, tell me that it's a tipuna or an atua rather than the, the other meaning being shelter. So if we agree that Maru refers to the ancestor, then it's more likely this place began with the name Te Maru, T-E space M-A-R-U, or possibly Tetsihi or Maru, even though Justin's never heard of that one. Philip Howe's been director at South Canterbury Museum for 30 years. Uh, he's a local who's spent a lot of time researching place names in the region. A number of um, place names around New Zealand, Maori place names, often the meaning is a little inexact, and that reflects a couple of things. It could be the age of the name going back some centuries, and of course here in um, Central South Island you've had changing peoples from uh, Rapawai, Waitaha, Karimaimoi, Naitahu, and names get get passed down. And then also when Europeans came along, they heard the name and they tried to write it down and then started trying to put meanings to it. So yeah, there were three variants to that. And again, those variants are Timaru, Te Maru and Tetsihi o Maru. And Philip agrees with Justin about the main reference point for the name. There was a bit of a focus on Maru, the man, as opposed to the place of shelter around here. We don't really know exactly, um, but uh, yeah, Tetihi o Maru is the currently um, 
sort of accepted story. So it's it's quite intriguing. It's always good to have a bit of mystery, I think. So yeah, we don't exactly know, but um, I like all three versions, actually. I love cabbage trees. I like the idea of having it being named after a southern war god, and also it's a very sheltered place. So <laughs> all three work for me. And as the director of the museum, Philip has plenty of detail about the evolution of the town Timaru following the arrival of European settlers. In the 1850s, there was a wonderful quote that said, and as to Timaru, which is um, so many miles distant from Jirulene, it is a miserable apology of a shipping place. Nothing will ever spring up there except a public house, a wool shed and something else. I can't remember the exact quote, but it sort of said Timaru was nothing. However, that was not going to be the case. So plans were made in 1859, or in the 1850s for a ship to bring 120 immigrants directly from the UK to Timaru. Now, they were coming to basically a farm, a few houses, a couple of wool sheds, and the poor immigrants had to sleep in the wool shed for the first few nights until they could get their accommodation underway or move out into farms elsewhere. That's when Timaru began to show up on the maps that were being drawn up. The government also had purchased some land with the idea of creating a town here. The natural landing place that the volcanic eruption had created with the reefs. Uh, yes. Uh, by the way, about two million years ago, a mountain called Mount Horrible erupted. Uh, more on this shortly, but let's stay in Timaru. In the late 1860s, a fire broke out on Great North Road, the town's main street. It was a strong nor'wester wind blowing, the good old Canterbury nor'wester, and the flames spread down the street, destroying quite a number of premises or damaging them. Luckily, no lives were lost. But after that, um, there were ordinances passed by the established Timaru Borough Council to restrict what shops could be built out of and that's when that volcanic lava came in quite handy because it's known locally as bluestone it was quarried and a lot of our oldest bluestone buildings date to the late 1860s early 1870s when um, the rebuild got underway and just on mount horrible it's such a great name i'm told it's the youngest volcano in new zealand and sits alongside mount misery uh, and tidbit, thanks to Jeff Cloak who emailed me, he reckons that surveyors had a rough night in a bad storm and came up with those names. Back with Philip Howe, remember he's a director at South Canterbury Museum. Today he reckons Timaru has changed a lot over the years. As a kid growing up in the 1960s and 70s, it really was a very monocultural town. Um, today, we have flourishing communities for Pacifica communities. Um, we have Asian communities, and uh, it's a much more diverse place. Um, and also, of course, as with the rest of New Zealand, hopefully, um, a much greater awareness of, of Māori and our local heritage going back into the centuries. So, Justin, Timaru, Timaru. What if people are just confused by it all? Look, I think there's, there's no shame in, in not knowing what the origins of a name are and if we've got 100% right. I, I would challenge any speaker of the English language to tell me what London means. Whether you use te maru, te maru, te tihi o maru, I think as long as you're making an effort to say it correctly, I think the journey, the understanding of what a name means and the origins of a name, hey look, that, that's a journey that we're all on. Timaru, population around 28,000, a town with a couple more versions of its name, Te Maru and Te Tsihi o Maru, about two hours' drive from Christchurch. Known for little blue penguins, a volcano and a few famous people, Kokati Huirapa Te Mana Whenua. 
thanks to Philip Howe, Justin Tepper, Peter Bennett, Marco Brenner and Jeff Cloak. Tēnā tātou katoa. Thanks for listening to Know My Town with me, Justine Murray. Executive producer, Tim Watkin. Engineer, Phil Benge. Follow Know My Town, that's N-A-U-M-A-I Town on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.